0: Saturday, in their last regular season game, the old Dominion football team fights to become bowl eligible. It's the Monarchs hosting the Charlotte 49ers. Listen at 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon on your flagship home for ODU Sports, ESPN Radio 94.1.
1: Welcome to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. Chartway makes your life more affordable. We're live at Wild Wing Cafe off Sam's Drive in Chesapeake, serving up hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Tonight's show is brought to you by Team Monarch Partners. Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU athletics. Pepsi, that's what I like. Cox Business, from speeds up to 100 gig to cloud collaboration tools, Cox Business offers flexible and scalable solutions to drive business success in Hampton Roads. Learn more at coxbusiness.com. The Virginia Lottery, $11 billion to Virginia's K-12 public schools since 1999. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. ODU Online, home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu team to learn more. And Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay believes lending peace of mind goes beyond mortgages. And now, live from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. Here's the voice of the Monarchs, Ted Alexander on the ODU Sports Radio Network. The
2: one and O mentality. I don't think I really got it at first. I'm thinking, all right, one and O each week, okay. But it's so much more than that. Not only for a football team, but for any human being. Try and go one and O whatever you're doing at that moment. And if you make it, great, then try and go one and O again. If you happen to fail, Okay, learn from it. Try and go 1-0 and the next time. So this football team, although it got off to a rough start, was showing signs of improvement each and every week. 1-0 and mentality, each rapid practice, each cold day out there on the practice field, each long trip, each game, each play. 1-0 and each and every time. Did it sometimes, didn't others. Got off to that 1-6 and start. 1-0 and mentality. Don't take the defeats, with any more of a grain of salt than you would with the victory. Look ahead. Go 1-0 the next practice. And then one win. And then another win. And then another win. And another win. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen, on the Thursday before the final regular season game on Saturday at home against Charlotte, going 1-0. And guess what? Because we kept our eye on the ball and went 1-0 and each and every time we could, we go 1-0 this week. We're going to a bowl game. How about that? How about that? The architect of the 1-0 and o mentality, which means so much more. It's like the duck on the pond. So much more going on than you see is the head coach of the Old Dominion football team, Ricky Run. Coach, let's go 1-0 and o again.
3: Yeah, I don't know if I'd say architect so much as blatant thievery, but I will take it. Um, I, w- I guess I'm smart enough to steal the right thing. Um, I-, I think that it's... It is something that's hard for people to grasp for a while, and, and you hit it on the head. It is, it's in everything, you know. And I, I want them to go, you know, like tomorrow after we're done with that practice, or or some of our younger kids who are already home, you know. I want them to go one to know when they're with their families, you know, and 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 I don't want them thinking about the game when they're with their families. I want them thinking about. You know how thankful they should be that that they are able to be, you know, with with their loved ones and and things like that. Or if they're not able to be with their loved ones and they're at somebody else's house. That they that they should be thankful for that they have people that would take take them into their home and and uh, you know have them with that. So, you know, this is a, obviously um, a great opportunity for our team. And, and but for us, it's it, it, it's a lot of uh, progression throughout the season.
2: It's almost like behind this one or no mentality. You're building the infrastructure to deal with whatever you're facing, be it one in six or being a pressurized one game, winner goes home, winner goes on, loser goes home type of scenario.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it ultimately, I one of my jobs is to uh, help these young men become, you know, successful in their lives, you know, and, and so hopefully a lot of them will use this in, in their lives when they get older and, and uh, you know, because you're not going to. You're not, you're, you're not going to just keep winning all the time when you're an adult. I mean, you're going to have some struggles, I and mean, that's going to happen. All of us have had them, and all of, them will, all of us will continue to have them. So you, you're going to have to go you know, 1-0. and And then when you do, are successful, you can't just rest on your laurels. You know? And, and you've got to stay hungry, and, and that's what 1-0 and is about too. Is You've know, you got to stay just as hungry as you were um, as we were when we were 1-6. We've got to be just as hungry now. Do you want to
2: attribute the 1-0 thing, or where did it first start with you, or when did you first well, latch on to this?
3: No, no, I mean, I'll attribute it. I stole it blatantly from James Franklin. So, um, but, I mean, I, I also know he stole it from people. Because it's logical. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a logical it's, thing when you think about it. Well, it is, and I, I think it's just one thing that as a football coach um, – I mean, you, it's, it's so hard to think about things as a whole big thing, but if you can break them down into segments, I mean, it, it makes it a little bit easier. And that's how we teach the game of football part, part whole and all those sort of things. And that's, you know, kind of where the one and no thing is about as well. And, um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, all good. Th- there's nothing new in football. And I, I think that's the thing that I, I, I just really hate when, when guys like to act like they invented something, it's like, no, you didn't, you know, <laughs> like you, I promise you, you didn't. And, uh, you know, I think, guess what? It, it takes a smart man to, to steal the right things. It takes a, a, a smart man to admit when they got it from somebody else and, and, and those sort of things, too.
2: It is the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake is buzzing on this Wednesday night. They're always buzzing here at Wild Wing. We've got the servers going around with the delicious foods and the scrumptious beverages as well. A lot of extra beverages here tonight going out the door at Wild Wing Cafe. It's great to see our usuals here. It's great to see some new people here. And coming up on this Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union, a couple of special guests, including the Director of Athletics at Oldham University, Dr. Wood Selig, our player profile file will be with senior kicker Nick Rice. We'll hear from him. Also, we will take a look, a Lexus look ahead at the Charlotte 49ers. They come in with the same thing riding that the Monarchs do. They're 5 and 6. They win, they go to a bowl, they lose, they go home. We'll talk all about it, plus much more as we get up and running from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. This word now from our title sponsor, Chartway Federal Credit Union.
3: Hey, Monarch fans, Ricky Ronnie here to say show your pride and get the new ODU credit card from Chartway.
4: Sign up for the ODU Visa credit card and begin earning points on every dollar you spend to redeem for cash, travel, and more. And when you switch, you'll get introductory balance transfer offers too. Learn more at chartway.com slash monarchs or visit a Chartway branch nearest you. Chartway,
3: official credit union of ODU athletics. Go Monarchs!
2: Welcome back to Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake and the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show on the ODU Sports Radio Network. Last time out, a Saturday trip to Murfreesboro. Monarchs had never beaten the Blue Raiders on the football field, and you got off to a quick start, Coach. They did some good things to get down the field, but you bent and did not break.
3: Yeah, you know, I didn't think we played uh, really, really fast and aggressive on defense at the beginning of the game, which has been our hallmark all year. Uh, I thought we did late. You know, I thought we obviously only led enough 17 points. I, I, I thought we played great on defense. I just thought the first, you know, maybe two or three drives, we weren't playing the way we normally play. Uh, but we, you know, bounced back and, and, and really, really played well in the second half um, and really the end of the second quarter and into the second half. And then, you know, the fourth quarter, we were able to uh, put some drives together to, to put that thing away. I thought opening the opening drive was excellent. You know, it was a nice uh, – Execution there by Hayden and Kuntz on the uh, touchdown, and you know it's it's nice to get off to a to a good start. You know I thought the key, the three keys to the game going into it were going to be you know starting fast and winning the first half. We tied that. I thought the sack battle was going to be critical, um, and we tied that. Um, but then the last one that I thought was going to be the most critical was going to be turnover margin, just because of what they'd done all year, and uh, we kind of took that and. and you know, put it on its head, you know. I mean, uh, we won that one two to nothing, and obviously that, that ends up being the, the, uh, the difference in the game, you know, and that, that's, a hu- that's huge for us.
2: You've been on both sides of this, but when they go down and your offense isn't clicking quite yet on that first drive, but they don't capitalize and they miss the field goal, how does that inflate you guys and elevate your psyche and deflate theirs?
3: Well, I think the one thing that probably gets overlooked in, in that whole thing is We've given great effort all year in field goal block. Um, obviously, we've got one and, and those sort of things. And, and we actually blocked one in this game and just happened to go through. And went through, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think that the pressure that we put on them uh, with our field goal block and the effort that we were given and the, and, and the rush – It made them try to operate faster so he missed the one and then later they they botched the 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 snap goal trying to get trying to go too fast and uh, you know those are two huge plays in the game I mean they they make both those now 24 23 you know now how do they play the end of that game how do we play the end of that game there's a bunch of different things that happen there
2: you bring up a great point because that key play uh, the fourth down and four from the ODU seven again the defense tightened up when they had to and I didn't even think about the fact that the fact you led the country in kick blocks with six this season has to be in the back of their minds. They realize they have to not only execute, but execute quickly or you're going to get in there and get it.
3: Well, I think it it, it affected the punter, too. I mean, uh, the punter hit the ball seven yards short uh, on average, seven yards shorter on every punt um, than he did throughout the season. So you consider seven punts. That's thirty-five yards. That's three and a half first downs. That's a lot of field position. And so yeah, we didn't block one. We didn't, you know, and they spent a lot of time and effort and doing things like that. But that punter was trying to get that thing off so fast that he didn't kick it the way he was kicking it. And so that's that's huge. You know, you, you don't. Our 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 mindset is we don't necessarily have to block it, but we want to affect. You know, we want to affect the outcome of what's going on there. And I think we had, based on how, you know, Kevin Smith has done an unbelievable job, and the guys on, on those units have, have put in, you know, they believe in it, and they're going to go try to block kicks, and we're going to be aggressive.
2: It's also interesting how, at the beginning of the year, they weren't clicking as a unit as well as they are now. And there's the, the, the classic 1 0 in practice and learn and get better and improve, which you've been looking for.
3: Yeah, you know, I think, you know, uh, at as, as special teams, we were very up and down early. Uh, did some great things, blocked a punt, and then let up a kickoff or a return for a touchdown. Or, you know, we got a kickoff return for a touchdown, but then we gave up some big plays. But I think, you know, we've been more consistent lately, uh, and, and consistency is obviously the key. You know, it, but I think we, we're our special teams, for the most part, um, has really been a game changer for us all year and, and uh, couldn't be more proud of how much the guys have bought into that mentality.
2: Now, a huge play. That maybe didn't jump to the top of the score sheet but it was the recovery of the onside kick there and, and right in the that, that was a tough those are tough plays because you have to be committed to it and then you have to execute
3: yeah I mean you know you hesitate you're not going to get it you know and so you've got to go and you've got to believe in it um and you know it's all eyes on you <laughs> right? I mean, there's, there's no uh, – it, they're kicking it to one guy. And so, you know, you've got to make that play, and, and we certainly did. And, and that was huge for us, and we were able to make them use their timeouts. You know, obviously I wish we would have got the first down uh, a couple times there and, and really ended that thing a little bit sooner. But, but, you know, it's a team game, and you make them use their timeouts, and, and then that affects how they go. And then, you know, we're able to cause a fumble there, recover it, and then, and then end it. How do you
2: practice – onside kick recovery
3: well we practice we practice it a couple of different ways we, we essentially we, pra- we practice fielding those types of kicks every day uh, and then we practice on- onside type things on Fridays we do do it full speed and those sort of things so um yeah i think I, I think we do a nice job of, of tr- trying to cover as many situations as we can like i talked about we've had some strange situations already so you're never going to be able to cover them all but we we certainly try uh, our our darndest to, to do that
2: for younger players trying to learn about these things is there something technique wise that you try and teach the guys that give them an even better chance at succeeding in these things or well, i mean this is an oblong ball that's coming your way and part of it has to be a little bit of luck right
3: uh, just like everything in fo- football, I mean, solve your problems with aggression. So, I mean, if you're going to go, you want to, you want to. It's just like uh, baseball. You want to charge it. You'd like to catch it on a short hop instead of a big hop, you know. And so um, you'd like, if you can, you want to go charge that thing. It's amazing how many times all sports kind of correlate to each other, right? I mean, you know, you want to have all all your, you know, as much of your foot in the ground in basically every sport that you play to generate more power through simple physics and things like that. I mean, there's so many things, you know, you want to play with bend in your ankles, your knees and your hips and and basically every sport that you're going to play. Um, So it's amazing how many times those correlate to each other. So those three sport athletes, you know, everybody who's out there who's 10 years old and and their parents are making them only play football or only play basketball or only play baseball, I mean, stop doing that. You know I mean? You want your kids to be in as many competitive situations as possible so that they can be successful. And if they're only doing one thing and that one thing, you know, goes to heck, I mean, now what? You know, so you want to you want to give these kids options and all those sort of things. That's why, I mean, I played. I mean, listen, I stunk at baseball, but I played all the way up until I was in ninth grade. You know, and then they then they, somebody realized that I could jump. So then they had I did track. I mean, I you know I'm I'm always going I was always gonna do three sports. My kids, our kids are always in sports, everything. So I think it's important that guys do that.
2: What'd you do on the for track? little high jump action?
3: Yeah, a little high jump. A little you uh, and Coots
2: go out there after practice? Maybe do a Fosbury no, flop no, or two?
3: No, he, I mean, obviously, I mean, our athletic abilities are, although <laughs> incredibly similar, um, <laughs> minus, like, him being better than me than everything except for maybe throwing. Um, no, I, I did do high jump. Um, I did do high jump, and I did triple jump. Uh, every once in a while, my coach would um, – it was pure punishment, and, and he he would laugh. He'd make me either do the three hundred hurdles or the eight hundred. <laughs> um, but as I got my senior year, I was pretty good at high. At lead champ at high jump and, and triple jump. So, or not triple jump and high jump, I was. So, I uh, I became a little bit more valuable. So I didn't have to do that stuff anymore.
2: What was your personal best
3: high jump? My personal best was my personal best was six six. I I but I did not do that in the state meet. In the state meet, I, I choked hard. It, it, and and I tell the story all the time. I beat so I finished seventh in the state meet, and uh, of the seven guys or six guys who finished ahead of me, i had beaten four of them earlier in the year. But like some of them must have been sandbagging because like there they we go, up, they there ended we up go. like jumping like seven feet in the state meet, you know. And I was like, well, where was this all year, you know? <laughs> so it was. Uh, it, but it was it was it was it was a great experience for me, and, and I really enjoyed track. Um, just a. Just the camaraderie of it, and yeah. those sort of things, I, I, I thought was great, and, and also, um, you know, just being—it was all you. You know what I mean? And I, I, I kind of like that too, because in football, obviously, it's never all you; it's all everybody.
2: Folks, if you don't think six six is a pretty good high jump, after Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow, get a couple of cronies out in the backyard that maybe six six five or whatever. Have them stand next to each other, and then try and jump over. I,
3: mm-hmm i assure you that's an awful idea uh (laughs) you will break your back and i i I would be hard pressed to think that i could get over four feet now you know uh but uh i don't quite have the same bend as i did back then and 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 i was about 162 pounds at that point as well
2: so now they say ricky ronnie once had hops so that's good
3: yeah yeah i think i'd tear an achilles now
2: (laughs) i've done that uh (laughs) It's the Ricky Roddy Coachy Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. We're at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, wherever you may be on this day before Thanksgiving. We appreciate you joining us. We hope you're going to have a wonderful holiday weekend, and we hope that weekend culminates on Saturday afternoon at Cornblow Field at Espy Ballard Stadium when the Monarchs take on the Charlotte 49ers. Winner goes on to the play. This is a playoff game, Coach, don't you think? I mean, we'll get more into this, but isn't this a playoff game?
3: You know, I, know you're, I knew you were going to try to bait me into one of these. Uh... No, it's no? For, for us, it's one and zero. I mean, I, I, I But it's tell, a one and zero in a playoff game. Yeah. Still one and
2: zero, but it's yeah. a one and zero.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm. I still think that the, the greatest reward for us is still that that feeling in the locker room, and and I I, I mean that in all seriousness because, you know, you know, ne- you never know, you never know what's going to come after that. You have no idea of all those sort of things. So the greatest feeling for us is is, is that feeling. Um, and that's what I, you know, that's what I want us to do. And that's, the, you know, um, what I want us to aim for. And, and then we'll we'll see where it goes from there. And uh, I know that um, the coach I'm playing against has a different philosophy on it and those sort of things. But I, I'm going to stick with the uh, – I'm going to dance with who brung me.
2: Here we go. And I'll throw that same line in the water with the same piece of bait on it. And we'll see if, he, see if it bites next time. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of celebrations in the locker room afterwards and, and the whole Scud thing and the jumping up and down, that's pure joy we see on social media, isn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so the, the Scud is kind of like a uh, word that our team uses all the time. And, and Lamarion's been wanting me to use it for a while. But it has oh.
2: nothing to do with Arthur Kent, all right? Nothing to do with Arthur Kent.
3: No, no, no. And so I, 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 I just, uh, a, it means, it's like, like I said, it means like good. Or it's like, and really it's like Smurf at this point. Like they just use it for everything, you know? And, uh, and so I, I, I decided that was my moment to use it appropriately. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll retire it at that point my my pre game or my post game talks when we win are about thirty seven seconds uh, I want them to get back to having fun. They certainly don't want to listen to to me you know um, so i hope uh I hope, I hope I have another 37-second one this week.
2: Look forward to that one. Hey, coming up on this here, Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. We're going to hear from Director of Athletics, Wood Sealing. What did he see in Coach Ronnie that said, yes, we can go through the rain and the sunshine with this guy and we'll ride with Ronnie. That's coming up. Also, Nick Rice, the senior place kicker. He's a record holder for Old Dominion. We'll also get you our Lexus look ahead. But coming up next, we'll talk about a couple of the ingredients to success for this Monarch football team. Also, Senior Day is Saturday. We'll talk about that. But first, this message from Team Monarch partner
0: Pepsi. Pepsi, that's what I like dear past present and future football
4: watchers football is back so consider this your official excuse for always putting football watching first courtesy of pepsi that haircut appointment seeing the in-laws for the first time in ages
0: it's been so long
4: nope sorry susan not if it's on sunday long story short after the year we've all had we think you could use a little football watching so crack open a pepsi and cheer your football watching face off with love pepsi made for football
0: watching (sighs) that's what i like
2: At Optima Health, we care for our members on and off the field. With Optima Health's virtual consults, members can securely connect
1: with a board-certified physician for non-emergency care or behavioral health concerns 24-7, by phone, online, or through video chat. We offer a full suite of
2: health and wellness tools, personal health assessments, and health coaching available on a user-friendly platform. So visit OptimaHealth.com to find out what our team can do for you. Offered by Optima Health Plan. If you're considering starting or finishing your degree online, ODU Online is ready to work for you. Your success is our priority and we're ready to help you meet your goals, whether you want to finish your bachelor's degree or graduate with your PhD. Browse over 120 programs and find one that matches your ambitions and count on our support from before you enroll through graduation and beyond. Visit online.odu.edu slash team and get in touch today. That's online.odu.edu
0: slash team. Whether it's Monday night, Thursday night, Saturday, Sunday, or Sunday night, for all your football needs, ESPN Radio 94.1. And here comes the handoff up the middle.
2: Wide open spaces. Elijah Davis is going to go the distance. Touchdown, Old Dominion. Davis, 45 yards for the lead. Or it looks
5: like an Elijah Davis look. That's what that is. Davis took one step to the outside, got one block, and then there's nobody. There's no second level because they're all up at the front. He gets to the second level, and there, there isn't one. He just keeps running.
2: One of the great things about seeing replays of a play like that is how many good blocks there were to spring Elijah Davis. You think he's just doing it on his own until you see Sal Devery come across and other folks involved in that scheme, and
3: bam! Yeah, Sal blocked two.
2: Oh, blocked? Okay.
3: Yeah, he blocked two people on that play, which is uh, you know. Pretty good. That's that's that's, that's it's going two and zero on yeah, that yeah, play. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty good. Uh, Nick's a, Nick's obviously a great player and uh, has played well for us all year. And uh, his technique was perfect on that play, and he actually blocked too. It was a nice it was a nice run by uh, Elijah. You know, I thought he did a nice job there. You know, uh, reading it and, and hitting it, and and but when it's blocked well like that too, that that's that's how it should end.
2: Monarchs win over Middle Tennessee for the first time ever, and the thing that's been interesting following this team all year long, you've always told it like it was, and you've almost boiled things down to where it's logical when there was not success because the Monarchs were making mistakes that were correctable, and when you have... Success, it's logical. No turnovers, you mentioned before, versus middle. Only six penalties. Only one sack allowed. Those types of things give your team the best chance to win. And look what's happened in the last four weeks. Fewer mistakes.
3: Well, I thought what we did the best in that game was we kind of took what they did best and and didn't allow them to do it. Uh, they got a lot of turnovers. We didn't turn the ball over. Uh, they had a punt returner who averaged 20 yards a return. He had three returns for one total yard against us. Uh, the same guys, their kick returner, he had three touchbacks. He took two of them out. We got him inside the 20 both times. So, you know, we, we did some things that allowed them not to capitalize on things they do really, really well, and I thought that was the difference because I didn't think we played our best game. You know, I, and I told our kids that it's a sign of, a, of an improving team when you don't beat yourself and you can win when maybe you don't have your best stuff. I mean, you know, you think about the greatest pitchers of all time, those guys win games when maybe their number, you know, their number two pitch maybe isn't doing what it needs to do, and so that, that's that's what w- you know we were able to do in this game. Um, obviously, I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> I, want us, I want us to have our whole arsenal of pitches ripping and rolling, but uh, I thought we did. Uh, you know, that was that was a sign of improvement as well.
2: Are there any shortcuts to improvement, or is it one rep at a time?
3: Not that I found. If you find any, let me know. <laughs> uh, you know, because obviously. We'll, we'll try to make it uh, more rapid, but no, I mean, it's all about hard work. It's all about repetition. It's all about practice, um, focus, um, and, and, and those sort of things. And it's, it's you know, the one and no mentality every single day and everything you do, um, and that's, that's how you make improvement. And, and that's the one thing that I've been really happy with the team all year is we have made improvement each and every week, and uh, that, that, that's something that is now paying off for us here in November.
2: We always try and find stories and subplots and those types of things. It's kind of our job. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm pretty sure what the answer to this next one will be. Was there a moment you found either on the practice field or in a specific game when you saw things shift for the better?
3: I'm going to surprise you. I would say yes.
2: You are surprising.
3: And I, I would say where the moment was, was during the bye week when everyone was beat up we were you know not having the record and the success that we wanted and we went out up there on a tuesday and practiced harder and faster and more physical than we had all year long and we had no opponent to prepare for the only thing that we had to prepare for was for us to get to find a way to get better that day and i felt like at that moment maybe we were understanding the the real mission you know what I mean? Yeah. That We lost a couple battles, but we had a chance to win the war. And uh, I think that that was probably, that was, for me, that was, that was the moment. There was no moment in terms of a game. There was no moment. It, 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 it it's usually is, and you know me well enough, it's going to usually happen on the practice field or in the weight room or in a meeting or something like that. But I felt like that overall practice in general and really that week of practices during the bull week, I thought that was the, where things uh, started to align in the right direction
2: when you met with your staff after that practice did they feel the same thing did they sort of sense that type of energy or did you show them why they should be seeing that kind of energy or have
3: it I didn't want to jinx it (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't want to jinx it so I don't I don't think I said anything I think I kept that one to myself uh yeah I just said all right let's go back out there and do it again tomorrow you know and and one of those type of deals and because ultimately, if we wouldn't have done it the next day, then it wouldn't have been the moment, right? Right. And that's the thing that why it's so hard to find those moments is when you're in them, it's, it, it's kind of hard because if if you go backwards the next day, then it wasn't the moment. And so it, it's a little bit easier to, to reflect on things and see, you know, when that moment is. Um, you know, everyone always talks about like, when's the moment you realized you fell in love? It's like, well, I mean...
2: That's a loaded question.
3: Yeah, I mean, we're all. We're, I, no, no one loves their wife more than me, and I know she loves me. But I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm the first man that she ever fell in love with. I'm not an idiot. You know what I mean? Uh, I just happen to be the one that stuck around the longest. You know, and uh, so I, I think that it, it's it's one of those things where, in retrospect, there's moments, right? And I think my wife and I can always point to uh, Boston uh, after our Harvard game um for our as our moment but i don't think that at the time you don't know it you know what i mean so yep. it's one of those things that like in, in retrospect you can find things like that but when you're in it you have no idea
2: your first year head coach and you wanted to get better just like you wanted your team to get better every day and go one to know with each one of your reps how have you improved as a head coach what have you learned as a head coach that you'll be better with from now on
3: I mean, obviously, the time management things. I mean, you know, everybody, everyone, when you're an assistant coach, you got a lot of thoughts on how the head coach should have ran the time management things because you know what you don't have to do? Do it. You know what I mean? You you don't have to do any of those things. You can retrospect, you can look back on it. Oh, he should have done this. Oh, this is what happened. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You're sitting there and nothing's happening, right? So the time management things, I think we've, uh, as a team, we've got better at it, but I certainly have. you know, I, I think of how I want to watch the game, how I want to interact with the officials, how I want to interact with our players, with our coaches on both sides of the ball and all those sort of things I think I've improved on. Um, how I want to be at practice um, I think I've improved. I, I, I literally think I've improved just like the players. I think I've gotten better, a little bit better every day. Now, it doesn't mean that I, I still don't make mistakes in every game and every practice because I do. Uh, but I, I still think that I, I've gotten better and, and I'm going to hopefully continue to get better until the day they uh, tell me that I don't get a whistle anymore.
2: And it would be interesting because you'd think, okay, you just take what coach Snyder did or or combine that with what coach Franklin did and it'll be easy. But every situation, not only the head coach, but all the players and the assistant coach is different. So you have to, to recalibrate. It's like on the office when you're listening to the directions on the GPS and you don't want to drive with Dwight into the lake.
3: Well, so here's the thing. I'm blessed because I was able to be around some unbelievable football coaches. But I cannot be Bill Snyder. It's impossible for me. I don't have that sort of focus. I don't have that sort of single-mindedness. I don't have that sort of I, – I, I can't do that like he can. Um, with with Coach Franklin, um, he's got a lot more natural charisma than I have. I'm not going to sit here and deny that. You know what I mean? So I can't be him. I know that. Um, I, I just – I can't be those people – all the time. I can't ever have the football knowledge ever in my entire existence. Will I ever have the f- football knowledge that Tom Gilmore had or Pete Mangurian had, the two guys I've had? I, I, I won't ever. They're savants. Um, but I can be myself and I can learn lessons from each one of those guys in terms of organization in terms of those sort of things and I can be genuine and be myself and and uh, and know that I can lay my head on my pillow um, and know that you know that's good enough for me.
2: It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. We're presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. We're live at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, our season finale cliffhanger edition, but hopefully there'll be more down the road thing that we won't ask the coach about. Coming up, we'll hear from Nick Rice, the place kicker. We'll get our Lexus look ahead. a will look at the Charlotte 49ers. And up next, the director of athletics at Old Dominion University, Dr. Wood Selig, uh, Selig joins us. But first, this message from our host location, Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake.
4: Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake features hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Wild Wing Cafe is a longtime supporter of Old Dominion football and is home of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. You can't talk ODU sports without great food, and Wild Wing has it. Fabulous finger foods, superb sandwiches, wild wraps, bodacious burgers, scrumptious salads, and we cannot forget about the wings. Choose from chicken feathers, chicken fingers, chicken nuggets, and bone-in or boneless wings. The wings at Wild Wing Cafe feature 33 fresh. Freshly prepared sauces that will tantalize your taste buds time and time again. Hang out with great people and watch all the games on the TVs at Wild Wing Cafe. There's also an outdoor patio area with cornhole and more. Join the Wild Club. Download the app to unlock rewards and order fresh food. Wild Wing Cafe features dine in, curbside pickup, and delivery options. Located in Chesapeake at 1437 Sam's Drive off Battlefield Boulevard, Wild Wing Cafe, where hospitality meets quality, craft, and creativity. See you at the wing.
5: The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See Priority Lexus of Newport News and Virginia Beach.
0: Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in vehicle use.
2: Highval Industries has been proudly serving the military and commercial customers in the Hampton Roads area for over 35 years. HighVal specializes in the hydraulic and mechanical repairs on all military and commercial marine vessels. The company's ability to perform efficient, high-quality workmanship and interact as a valuable team player has earned the respect and confidence of its prime contractors, partners, and commercial customers. That's why HighVal and the Monarchs
0: are a winning combination. Come join HighVal in supporting all of your ODU teams. Look them up at www.HiVal.com. You want the primetime games? We have them. You want the big games? We have them. You want old Dominion football? We have it. ESPN Radio 94.1
2: he'll hand it to Blake no play action pass and that one's going to be tipped and caught and reversing his field is Jennings to the far side 40 30 20 Ali Jennings inside the 10 finally pushed out inside the five what a play from Ali
5: Jennings that's the RPO and they finally caught him they finally caught him. it's been a chess game pre-snap all night long
2: it is the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. When it comes to meeting the staff, we've met all the assistants, and today we get to hear from the leader of the ODU Athletic Department, the Director of Athletics, Dr. Wood Seelig. Wood, good to see you. Good to see you, Ted, and happy Thanksgiving week. This has uh, been a remarkable 18 months or so, or ever since Ricky Ronnie was hired, uh, and we could talk about all of that, or from one in six to five in six Opening thoughts about
6: the new look of the Old Dominion football program. I tell you, I haven't seen excitement like what we are feeling now around ODU football in a long, long time. So uh, compliments to Ricky Ronnie and, and his entire staff. I do think a lot of people started giving up on the season you know when we were one in six, and I can understand that, but I tell you, uh, the philosophy that one and oh philosophy that they have had and held every week and instilled among our student athletes has just worked like a charm. And here we find ourselves this week uh, fighting for bowl eligibility on Saturday. So I think they've done as good a job as any staff in the country. What have you
2: seen from the time you interviewed? Coach Ronnie, for the job, to now that said, yep, we saw that day one and we see it day thousand?
6: Yeah. I, I think he's just got a, a lot of charisma. I think he's got a terrific character. And I think he has great leadership ability and skills. And let's face it, last year was a hard year. You know, you're a first-time head coach and your president and athletic director pull the plug on your inaugural season on like August the 11th, right when you're getting ready to start camp and get ready for your first year. And then you have to keep everybody positive and together and and use that time to your advantage and, and not have it turn into a disadvantage, which it easily could have. So I thought... Uh, he made the most out of the year off, and I think what we're seeing now toward the end of this season uh, might be the result of a lot of what was installed and instilled upon our student-athletes during the off year that we had last year. So I just had tremendous confidence in him and, and his ability to lead our program that you know was once very, very proud and received a terrific amount of support. I felt like he could lead us back to that level uh, that everyone wants to enjoy here in Hampton Roads.
2: The interesting thing is you work years to get the support, and it can be gone in a jiffy. How do you manage that reality here in 2021?
6: Yeah, that that's the real hard part because you'd like to think, oh, well, our fans are different. You know, they, they're going to be behind us when – lose or draw but you know they're like everybody else it's what have you done for me lately and and how are you performing on the field and let's face it you know we went uh, after uh, 10 and 3 we go 5 and 7 then 4 and 8 and then 1 and 11 and then you don't play so we felt it, internally, administratively, it was almost like we were relaunching ODU football as we did a decade ago. And we still have a long way to go. I mean, we're not there by any means, but the momentum that we are picking up now in 2021, I know will be well served by ODU football next fall in 2022. Tell me if you think this statement is fair. I don't think the new Cornblow Field at SP Ballard Stadium has been up and running to full capacity quite yet we haven 't broken it in uh, we, you know we 've taken it for that twenty five mile an hour test drive around the neighborhood, but we haven 't gotten it out on the interstate and opened it wide open like it can be so our best days our best atmosphere in on Cornblow Field and S.B. Ballard Stadium are definitely still ahead of us. And, you know, I'm not trying to look past 2021, but I have thought that when we open up against Virginia Tech, the first game of the year at home, in the fall of 22, possibly on a Friday night versus Saturday, we're going to have Virginia Tech coming into Norfolk on Labor Day weekend. They will be featuring a brand new head coach from Virginia Tech. So talk about a great way to get a new season started next fall. With the momentum that we have now and the way we start next fall, I know Cornwall Field is going to see the excitement that we are capable of seeing game in and game out. The first game next fall. Talking with Director of Athletics, Dr.
2: Wood Seelig. before we get you out of here, one more pitch for this Saturday. Charlotte comes to town. It's a Thanksgiving weekend, but it's arguably the biggest game the Monarchs have had in football in many,
6: many years. Here's your pitch. Here's your opportunity. Why should people come and watch? what else are you going to do spend money at a shopping mall or, or on black friday uh you know hopefully you know saturday people are in the mood to get out of the house get out of the shopping mall Get around people who love ODU athletics, ODU football. It's a great kickoff time, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to be really nice football weather. There's going to be a lot of activity on Coffin Mall. There's a lot of in-game excitement that we've built in. We've already sold several thousand tickets for group sales. We have TCC, Tidewater Community College students. We've asked them to play like ODU students for the day and they're offered free admission to come in and be ODU students for a day on Saturday so I think we'll have a good student crowd from TCC students and we have a number of other initiatives that are underway so yeah including discount tickets, $16 a ticket for a sideline seat. Normally they go as much as $30, so it's virtually half price. So I think we're meeting price point, we're meeting excitement level, and I mean, come on, we we need everybody out there. I mean, this team's fighting for a bowl opportunity, for you know, a six and six chance to even the record, and how long has it been since we went to a bowl? And we've only been to one in our history. And I, I can guarantee you, if, if we win on Saturday, I think the bowl picture is going to look very favorable for ODU. So we need all the help we can get on Saturday afternoon.
2: There you have it from Dr. Wood Seelig. Kickoff is at two o'clock. Monarchs and Charlotte, both teams five and six, both playing for bowl eligibility. Dr. Seelig, say See at the time. Thank you, Ted. Let's go Monarchs. And tickets available to Saturday's showdown with Charlotte uh, at whynotticks.com. There's a lot of different bargains out there, and uh, we want to see everybody out there. And, uh, Coach, I'm sure you do too, and these the student athletes deserve to have a, 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 a rocket and in house this Saturday.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen us have home field advantage. I've seen us, you know, teams struggle. Uh, to be able to snap the ball and do those sort of things and we haven't had it full so let's get this thing full so that they really really struggle to snap it and they struggle to make their checks and and do all those sort of things I mean those that's sort of home field advantage is awesome and then you know just to have that type of experience I think it's something that our seniors really really deserve especially you know our captains and you know a guy like Isaac Weaver and, and Jordan Young and Nick Rice and and you know I mean if people knew what um, a guy like Corey Jackson has gone through a play this year. Um, I, th- I, I think that, uh, I mean, there'd be, there'd be a section just for him. And uh, so I think that there's, there's a lot of stuff going on, and I really, really wish that people would come out and, and give us our full support because uh, those guys really deserve it.
2: We'd also like to see folks in Cornblow Field at FB Ballard Stadium a little earlier this week at 1.30. That's when the Senior Day festivities, the 12 seniors will be honored beginning at 1.30 with the kickoff at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Monarchs and Charlotte. Still to come, we'll hear from... One of those seniors, Nick Rice, the place kicker. Also, our Lexus look ahead to take a look at this Charlotte 49er team. It's all coming up. But right now, this message from Team Monarch Partner Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay believes lending peace of mind goes beyond mortgages.
4: Hey Monarch fans, Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group is a proud sponsor of ODU Athletics. We've made it our mission to lend peace of mind. We know that every borrower is unique, and we're dedicated to putting you first at every step of the loan process, giving you a lending hand to help you reach your home dreams. Because we're here for you, whenever, wherever, however. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS number 72043. NMLSconsumeraccess.org is an equal opportunity lender. Located at 600 Lynn Parkway, Suite 203, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23452 the world's best pizza and you made it i made it but what if no one could taste it because they couldn't find it to order online sad very sad luckily 99.9 percent reliability from cox business internet does more than help with everyday tasks it helps connect your business to your customers
7: order up
4: so the world's best pizza can finally reach the world visit coxbusiness.com for details all services subject to cox business general terms
1: Domestic Fuels and Lubes is dedicated to providing their customers with the highest quality products along with fast and courteous service. They have grown over the last 35 years to be the largest locally owned and operated petroleum distributor in Southeast Virginia and Northeast North Carolina. Whether you require motor oils or lubricants for your business, pumps and tanks for your construction projects, gasoline or diesel for your fleet, serving the maritime industry or heating well for your home, you can take comfort in knowing that they are there. Visit DomesticFuelsAndLubes.com or call 757-545-51. 100 to get in the game with
0: domestic your home for college football hop on the train hampton roads old dominion football espn radio 94.1
2: wolf swing pass watson has it he splits inside the five diving to the end zone did he get there the answer is touchdown old dominion blake watson off the swing from wolf
5: That was a move right there. The swing pass to the open field, and Grant came up, and he just tackled a bunch of air. And Watson went right
2: around it. Welcome back to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Tonight's player, number 98, the kicker, senior, Nick Rice. Thanks for the time, Nick.
7: No, thank you, and hey, Mark Nation.
2: Going into your final home game. How weird is that? How, how crazy has that been in your head or have you tried to keep it at Arms
7: length? Uh, it has <laughs> to come eventually, you know. Uh, I've been here a long time and I've been lucky to get as many games as I have. Which kick felt better as
2: you had impact? The 50-yarder at FIU that went through or the 58-yarder that came just short at Marshall?
7: Uh, I hit the Marshall one better,
2: no doubt. And that would have been good from 57.5. When you think about Where this team was and where it is now, how did you as a captain help it along the way?
7: Uh, I mean, we just kind of all came together. It wasn't necessarily just the three of us. Um, The whole team bought in. I'm actually really proud to be here.
2: And to be a captain on this team, granted, it wasn't just you guys. It's everybody buying in. But when you think about what a captain needs to do, it's all fun and games when you're winning. But when it's not going right, what did you do, do you think, to help everybody?
7: Yeah, you just got to lead by example. Um the three of us have been in the program for a long time, and uh, we got a lot of new guys in the program. So we need to show the younger guys what it looks like to carry on and move about your business regardless of the record.
2: Now you're a St. Petersburg, Florida guy. What was your first impression of ODU when you first set foot on campus?
7: Yeah, uh, down there is more like a city feel. Up here more like a neighborhood type deal. Um, I definitely like that and be able to live close with all my friends and stuff like that. And to come in and have
2: impact early, go on to set the career field goal mark. I mean, what was it like having an
7: impact right out of the box? Uh, Definitely something that I had planned on. Um, It was a goal of mine to come in and play right away and and, uh, get an impact on the field. And I was just happy to see it come true.
2: Who's your favorite kicker in the pros of of all time, whether they're still playing or not?
7: Kicker that I probably like the most would be Butker. He's
2: pretty good. He's a, yeah he's good. What is it about the way he carries himself and does his job that you sort of connect to?
7: Uh, I think he's just been solid for his team. He gets a good ball when he needs to, and uh, his team relies on him. How do you help the team when you aren't kicking? What are you doing
2: on the sidelines during a game to try and keep yourself and everybody focused in, in the moment?
7: Yeah, the specialists kind of we're like the core of the, the sideline hype group. so we go up and down, we get the sideline juice dub and try to get some energy on the field
2: final home game of the regular season comes up this week, and, and you'll be trying to hype these folks. I don't know if the crowd's going to need much hyping. I mean, Everybody knows what's on the line, don't they?
7: No, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's a big ticket on the game.
2: The role your folks have meant to you traveling to oh so many places, what's that What's that been like?
7: Yeah, they made it a point to come to all my games my senior year, and they have. Uh, it's nice seeing them on the sideline. I can hear them cheer me on from the field, and it's uh, special to me.
2: When you aren't kicking and practicing football, and I hear you're one of the hardest workers on this team, what do you do for fun? What do you do to relax? Because you're known as the happy guy. What creates the happiness for Nick Rice?
7: I'm more of a homebody these days. Uh, I like to see my friends uh, hang out. We watch movies with my roommates, different TV shows and stuff like that. I like to like interact with my friends because I know I don't have much longer here. You don't want to think about that too much because it gets a little sad, doesn't it? It does get a little sad, but like I said, you know your time's coming, so it is what it is and the friends that are real friends are going to be with you long after your old dominion days i'll have some people here from my from my wedding no doubt
2: nick rice appreciate the time and uh have fun this weekend
7: thank you go monarchs nick rice 19
2: for 23 field goals set the record for most field goals in a career his long was 50 yards at fiu and one of your captains obviously you love this guy
3: yeah he you know he he's a great guy and and uh he's just himself and he's very comfortable in his own skin and I love that and and, uh, he's great to have around.
2: Time now for our Lexus look ahead brought to you by your local Lexus dealer who invites you to test drive a luxurious Lexus today Lexus experience amazing Charlotte they've been a little off kilter lately they're five and six overall three and four in the league their head coach is Will Healy in his third year took him to a bowl his first year and is hoping to do the second here in year number three opening thoughts on the 49ers
3: yeah, I think, it. you know, when you talk about him, I think the first thing you got to talk about is the quarterback. I mean, just a really good player, tough, uh, makes a lot of plays outside of the pocket and, and, and those sort of things. And it kind of all starts and ends with him. Uh, they they do have a, you know, they've got some playmakers on defense with the number zero and, and uh, you know, a couple of their linebackers in there, number five, number 17, have done a nice job. Uh, they got some experienced guys back in the secondary, but, and then they roll a bunch of guys through at receiver and a bunch of guys through at running back. But I think it all really starts and ends with that quarterback, and, and uh, you know, I love tough players, and, and he certainly is one, and, and I have a lot of respect for him, and I, I know I'm certainly going to tell him that before the game.
2: They've lost four of their last five. What will be the key for the Monarchs to keep that streak going for them?
3: You know, I mean, there, there's a couple of different, you know, factors that we have to do. And, uh, the, but the one thing I keep coming up with, the one word I keep thinking of is finish. You know, we've got to finish. Uh, you know, we've got to finish our blocks. We've got to finish runs. We've got to finish tackles. Uh, we've got to finish drives with touchdowns. Um, you know, we, we, we've got to finish, you know, the game. You know, and, and I think that that's the number one thing that we've been focused on all week is, is finishing. Like, okay. finish and it's something that I think takes um, a lot of mental toughness in order to truly finish something, Um, and it's something that that we're going to focus on.
2: Monarchs and Charlottes. Our pregame coverage begins with the Toyota pregame show live from Kauffman Mall at 1 o'clock. Don't forget the senior festivities inside the stadium. Senior day festivities at 30. and then we'll have the kickoff for you. Old Dominion and Charlotte both going for that sixth win to become bowl eligible. Should be a great day on Saturday. Temperatures in the middle 40s, mostly sunny skies. little breeze 5 to 10 out of the west. No excuse for you not to get there and support this team that has turned the program around. Coming up, our final moments with Head coach Coach Ricky Ronnie is the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union continues from Wild Wing Cafe. But first, this message from Team Monarch Park with the Virginia Lottery.
0: The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. If you love scratchers from the Virginia Lottery, you probably also love an empty street when trying to parallel park. That's an everyday win, baby. This is my street. Oh, yeah. Great. Cyclist. (laughs) Make that an international bike race. Best seat in the house, though. Still an everyday win. Like the precious metal scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Loaded with prizes ranging from $5,000 to $1 million and a second chance to win over $250,000. Check out all four. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. Rain On Big Blue and Rain On Checkered Flag. As a proud sponsor of all things Monarch Sports, Checkered Flag is bringing its A-game by offering amazing new and pre-owned vehicles that are haggle-free, commission-free, and come with a three-day money-back guarantee. With over 17 brands to choose from and a new location on the peninsula, ODU fans know they can find the perfect vehicle to show off at the next tailgate. It's a match made in heaven. ODU, where winners play. And Checkered Flag, where winners buy. (tries) and <tries> On Fans. If your game plan for this season includes buying or selling a home, we have you covered. Howard Hanna is an official real estate partner of Old Dominion Athletics. Howard Hanna is the number one family owned and operated real estate company in the United States with 20 offices and over 700 sales associates and employees locally. Howard Hanna delivers a winning strategy to help make your home ownership dreams a reality. Make your next move with confidence with our exclusive 100% money back guarantee. Get in the game with Howard Hanna. We'll get more your exclusive radio home for the college football playoffs and championship espn radio 94.1 near side and anderson fumbles the football the monarchs jump on
2: it monarchs recover the football off the anderson fumble and that should do it they're gonna end the game on a turnover against the best turnover team in the country the monarchs until right now have never beaten middle tennessee in football It happens tonight. Final score from Murfreesboro, Old Dominion 24, Middle Tennessee 17. And this weekend they'll take on a Charlotte 49er team where they are... Three and two against. Monarchs won the first three games of the series. The last two, including the Oyster Bowl of 2019, went to the 49ers. Obviously, this Saturday's game, the most important in the history between these two teams. that uh, One came on board, Old Dominion, in 2009 with football. Charlotte came on board with football in 2013. I'm Ted Alexander, head coach Ricky Ronnie, alongside here at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake as we take a quick look at some of the schedule on Saturday. First of all, a word about UTSA and the way they remained unbeaten against UAB at the Alamo Dome
3: you know good teams find a way to win those ones you know and they made a great play obviously UAB uh, they know how to win right and they know how to win Conference USA games and and so that's a heck of a win for Coach Traylor
2: UTSA goes to Denton to take on North Texas the Mean Green need a win to become bowl eligible. Keep an eye on that game. UTSA trying to finish a perfect regular season. That game is on Saturday. Another game to keep an eye on is down in Boca Raton where 5-6 FAU hosts 5-6 and six Middle Tennessee. The winner of that one becomes bowl eligible. The loser will not uh, be bowl eligible. Obviously, you won't be scoreboard watching because you've got your own work to do, Coach, but uh, it'll be interesting this Saturday following the, the league when it comes to bowl eligibility.
3: Yeah, and obviously our division's up for grabs when, when Western Kentucky and Marshall play. Huge game there. You know, I mean, that's a, that's a huge one as well. So, uh, yeah, some great games. I think it's, it's, it's good uh, uh, that our conference can still be, uh, you know, people can still be paying attention at this late juncture.
2: Coach, we've played Western Kentucky and Marshall. Who do you like in that one? The winner wins the East and plays UTSA for the whole shooting match.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> not doing that uh, yeah that'll be a good game uh, obviously West Kentucky's offense is, 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 is very powerful but so is Marshall's so that'll be a, a heck of a deal it, it'll probably come down to you know, who creates the most turnovers. is is, I know that's a very cop-out on my part, but I would imagine that that'll be the difference in the game.
2: Monarchs and Charlotte wrap up the regular season. We want to see you at Cornblow Field at S.B. Ballard Stadium. Again, tickets available. Discount tickets at whynotticks.com. Well worth your while to come on out there on a beautiful Thanksgiving weekend Saturday for a 2 o'clock kickoff. It's the 71st Oyster Bowl game. Shriners Hospital, the beneficiary of the Oyster Bowl, and we're going to try and get this one in the win column, because guess what? If the Monarchs can do that on Saturday, they become bowl eligible. And I have a feeling, little birdies have been telling me, you get to 6-6, six and six, you're going to play another game, Old Dominion. So let's go for that. That's going to do it for this regular season finale from Wild Wing Cafe. I want to thank Ray Ronker and the gang at Wild Wing Cafe. Wonderful hosts again this year. want to thank our regulars that come out each and every week to support the program and support the show. Coach Ronnie, this is the first time you've ever had to do this. Well done. Thank you so much for, for your partnership in this show, and uh, we wish you nothing but the best this Saturday.
3: Now you make it easy, so I appreciate everything you've done for me and guided me through this thing, and uh, obviously the fans here are great, so this is, this has is, uh, been a pleasure all season.
2: Derek here from Max Media, Richie Somerville back in our Monarch Courtside studios. Couldn't have done it without them, but most of all, thanks to you for listening. Don't forget, Monarchs are back at it for the final time in the regular season. Arguably their biggest football game in years begins at 2 o'clock. We'll see you at Cornblow Field at F. Ballard Stadium. For the coach, Ricky Ronnie, I'm Ted Alexander. Good night from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake and the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union.
1: You've been listening to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU athletics. Chartway makes your life more affordable. Special thanks to all our 12th Monarch fans for supporting tonight's show. We'd also like to thank our host location, Wild Wing Cafe, serving up hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Tonight's Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show was brought to you by Team Monarch Partners. Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU Athletics. Pepsi, that's what I like. Cox Business, from speeds up to 100 gig to cloud collaboration tools, Cox Business offers flexible and scalable solutions to drive business success at Hampton Roads. Learn more at CoxBusiness.com. The Virginia Lottery, $11 billion to Virginia's K-12 public schools since 1999. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. ODU Online, home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu slash team to learn more. And Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay believes lending peace of mind goes beyond mortgages. Broadcast coverage of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is authorized by ODU Sports Properties, a division of Playfly Sports Incorporated, and is intended solely for the private use of our audience. Any rebroadcast or other use of the accounts and descriptions without the expressed written consent of ODU Sports Properties or Old Dominion University is prohibited. The Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is a presentation of ODU Sports Properties in association with ESPN Radio 94.1, your home for ODU Sports and Max Media. Follow all of your favorite Old Dominion University sports at odusports.com anytime, 24 hours a day. This is the ODU Sports Radio Network.